What about a frozen pizza that you just throw the entire thing in the trash can and it just gives you worms directly? Yeah. Cut out the middleman. <laughs> Cut out the middleman of eating the pizza. Do the worms, uh, are they on Bluetooth? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Because I really um, want Bluetooth. <laughs> three, the, wait. Three, Three percent of the of the hundreds of worms are guaranteed to be influencers. So I was about to say, how many are on, on social Bluetooth media? And yes, exactly. <laughs> oh, here's a three percent will follow you back. So the more worms, the more followers. Uh, okay, well okay, saying. gotcha. Mm, that's not yep. bad. That's a good ratio. <laughs> Increase good. your followers by giving your parasites accounts. Ain't no rule says worms can't be followers. <laughs> we all know this. this. Somehow they all saw that movie. Uh, right. No court in the land will convict you, Grant. Yep. Mm-hmm. They could. I mean, we hear that all the time. Oh, no jury could convict you about this. What can a jury convict you about? That's what I'd like to know. <laughs> Seems like juries can't convict you on anything. Why are they juries these, these days? This jury duty bullshit. When you're going to get to the courthouse and they're going to be like, no, you can't do this. You can't do that. It's going to cover everything. Mm-hmm. You can't convict anyone. <laughs> I love the fact that Grant has not only. Uh, pointed out a flaw in our judicial system, but he streamlined it because now we're down to one angry man. Yes. <laughs> 12 of them. Let those 11 other angry men go home. They have angry families to feed. <laughs> <laughs> one angry man with the power to hang. That's what this country was founded on. <laughs> Give me hanging power. Get rid of all that red tape about how juries can't convict people who do good things or whatever. And then uh, Utopia, I think there's... I don't even think there's a missing step. I think it's just... That's the next one. You were essentially saying, give me hanging power, I'll be angry, moving on. I'm not essentially saying that. I'm literally saying that. members of Little Captain Travis, that's our name for you, the listening audience, and a special welcome to members of our super secret Double Diamond fan club, The Hoggies. For members of our fan club, set your decoder shapes to triangle, and for the love of God, don't get lost in there. Because this week, <laughs> we're talking about the Bermuda Triangle. Ah, imagine some low, bassy, pulsing music when I say, that's right, the Bermuda Triangle. Also known as the Devil's Triangle. Also known as the Bermuda Vortex. Also known as the Devil's Vortex. (laughs) (laughs) The Bermuda Triangle uh, was one of the big three uh, challenges I thought I would face as an adult. Um, Mm -hmm. Those being alien abduction, quicksand, and the Bermuda Triangle. Yep, the big three. Because I do those. (laughs) Yeah, we're going to try on quicksand. Third, yeah, what's your sure. third? Uh, uh, Ever human beings, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. intimacy. Yeah, <laughs> probably love. Love, intimacy. Yeah. Uh, as a kid, uh, an impressionable little youth uh, who had a lot of uh, daytime TV and Reader's Digest to fill his time with, <laughs> I got a lot of information, and a lot it came from a lot of sources that the Bermuda Triangle was. Just this like unexplained phenomenon, and everyone was just like at their wits' end of how to deal with it. And you know, planes were getting lost, and boats were getting lost, and you know, what is it? We don't know. Uh, and then I remember going to our, our local library 
and seeing a book about the Bermuda Triangle on display, like the little display shelves. And I was like, oh, hell yeah. I'm not even <clears> taking <throat> you home. Let's get you open right here, baby. No, I mm. can't wait. The very first, like, not the page, like the, like the book binding as you open it. Like the color, like it's like not even anything printed on it. It's like usually an image, like the binding of it. I open it up and it's a map of the world. And there's the Bermuda Triangle. And there's a bunch of dots with the pages of the stories that it's going to be. And none of them were in the triangle. <laughs> oh, I know what. Yeah, yeah. So I, yeah. that's when it ended for me. That's when my fascination with the Bermuda Triangle ended there. I started yeah. with this fact that I'm like, it's such an unnatural shape that, you know, mm-hmm. uh, scientists are the baffled. The unnatural and then, shape of the triangle. Yeah. Yes. Ben, Ben, you show not me a triangle occurring. in the ocean. It doesn't occur in nature. Yeah. It does not occur in the ocean. It doesn't. They occur in the pyramids that aliens build. Uh, <laughs> right? They occur at Cracker Barrel with that little tea game. Mm-hmm. I think that's it. Also... Also, which aliens built? <laughs> which yeah. aliens also are responsible for? They're the only ones who can yeah. beat that thing. I, okay, yeah. I like how you've got like the, like the lizardy aliens, the greys, and then the cracker barrel aliens. They're just kind of in the middle of the road. They're, well, they're, 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 they're just, aliens. They're, they're, they're just rocking on the front porch. They're down home yeah. waiting. They're just they're down for a good old time and buying some <laughs> random crap in the gift shop. You know what? We should hold on to the idea of the Cracker Barrel aliens because maybe we can use that to help uh, solve some of these uh, these uh, conundrums that I've come across about the Bermuda Triangle because it's come back into play thanks to a gentleman named Ivan Sanderson. Gentlemen, I sent you an image. Okay. Yes. Ivan Sanderson, he does the math and he says, guess what? It should appear... Using the using the same data from um, what was the uh, uh, planet Saturn, the the great hexagon on the bottom of Saturn, a big magnetic uh, influence, a big magnetic uh, uh, anomaly at the bottom of Saturn causes this shape. Using the same calculations, he's like there should be twelve of them across the map. And gentlemen, what do you see before you? It's a, uh, a lot of vort- vortices. One, two, three, <laughs> ten. <laughs> ten. These ten. are ten. Right. Well, wow. So this two this of map them got is... sucked up by the Bermuda Triangle. <laughs> the other two are the North and South Pole map. Oh. Uh, now, <laughs> now, what I I sent you this map of ten. I had to make sure not to send you the map of ten, where five of the northern and five of the southern are drawn together into a pentagram, two pentagrams Mm -hmm. and a north and a south pole. We don't need to get into that. That's for another podcast. (laughs) So he does the math and he, this Ivan Sanderson does the math and he says there are these 12 spots on the globe where there should be this like magnetic flux. Say no more. He did the math. Sure enough, magnets, uh, uh, simple, uh, simple magnetic compasses exhibit this flux in these spots. All right, magnets. He got a B in algebra, too, so don't you (laughs) go question (laughs) his math. Now, granted, he was on the track team, and uh, Mr. Hughes was maybe a little lenient on him, but still. (laughs) It might be a C in someone else's class, at least. That's passing. He passed. He passed passed anybody's uh, algebra, too. What's with the numbers in this map? The 45, 40? What are the numbers about? numbers in these triangles. The fact that more than one have the name Devil's Triangle, I don't think the numbers I mean I was wondering much. about that. <laughs> That's probably how much of a vortice there is going on there. But there's the thing. He's going he's gonna to explain it away with magnets. He's going to prove that there's this magnetic force. We've all forgotten From the, the magnets. planet Saturn, yes. How the fuck do they work? No one knows. We don't know. That's no one knows. Exactly. 
Exactly. So reading through this gentleman's uh, discourse on why magnets were were the source of uh, loss and uh, are his uh, new way of finding what he calls the vile vortices, these 12 points on the globe, I realized we have just as many qualifications as he does. And as everyone uh, of all the research I've done and all the stories that we're about to talk about, we 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 equally rank or outrank with qualifications everyone on here, including people who are uh, uh, like heads of departments. Look, if we're gonna if we're gonna discuss uh, how magnets work, I'm just gonna uh, crack open a fago here, and we can uh, have a nice discussion. <laughs> exactly. Figure out how they work. Right, the answer is. Perfect. The answer is, I don't think anyone knows. You don't know. Was I supposed to do math for this? Because I'm just going to come clean. I didn't do any math. Uh, it, it, if, if that was like a homework assignment, I, I'm not prepared to show my work. Matt, if you're looking, if you're looking at those, uh, the vile vortices, those many triangles on the Same. map, how, count. How, would you describe, how would you describe their spacing? Seemingly uh, mathematically equal. Right, there's a, a pattern. A pattern. That's right, and that proves it. Oh, okay, I can do that math. Then yes, on this on this diagram, which we'll share on our various media channels. Uh, yeah, all of the all of the ten <laughs> triangles, all ten of the twelve uh, shown, all ten uh, of the form twelve triangles equilateral, are there. <laughs> e- they're, they're equilateral. There's they're mm-hmm. equidistant uh, from one another, and then of course uh, we haven't done the math on how far they are from the north or south pole, but I'm sure the I'm sure the math checks out. What really proves it is that they're all things that no one's ever heard of, except for the Bermuda Triangle. <laughs> but all the other ones, I mean, no one's ever heard of them, and that proves that this is a thing. We have some new theories as to how and why uh, disappearances happen in the uh, in the Bermuda Triangle. Um, we're gonna go through. We'll just we'll just pick a couple of these at random, and uh, some of the some of these have stories to go along with them. Some of them have again facts. Um, that's as kindly as I can say that. So, <clears throat> quick quick question, Corey. Yeah, Matt. Will we be in your upcoming stories? Will we be talking any more about this map and the various triangles or not? Just know that they all exist, and know that we will. Uh, we can essentially claim dibs on any of them at the end. When you see, when okay. you see, when you see the the, the options that you can, uh, I'm not going to say make up, but you can list for your vile vortices. This is like adopt a highway, Matt. No one's claimed any of the other vortices. There's uh, eleven I, out there. I'm going to call one dibs. for each herb and spice. <laughs> I'm going to call dibs on Easter Island megaliths. Somehow, Easter Island itself forms an entire triangle, like an entire ocean-sized <laughs> triangle. <laughs> So I mean, I'm know, calling dibs on that. I got all those. I got all them hands. Awesome. I, I, what I'm impressed with is like there are some like some cool names. You get your Devil's Triangle and even maybe Easter Island Megalith, and then there's just uh, offshore from Rio de Janeiro, yes. <laughs> Zimbabwe's ancient <laughs> mines and structures. Like, what? Well, come on, Whoa, structures. Devil's mines and structures. Throw yes. a devil in there at least. Yeah, put a devil in yeah. there. Yeah. Put a devil in there. You guys there. are getting. <laughs> You're getting to the core of this. Everyone knows a lot about the Bermuda Triangle, and no one's even ever heard of any of these other vortices. I think I think it's going to help us all if we just don't have a map up in front of us. I don't think that map's <laughs> Corey, helping. Corey, facts are going to get in the way here. Let's get let's get I these really, facts out of here. Yeah. I really think if we want to talk about the Bermuda Triangle, the last thing we need to do is have a map open in front of us because mm-hmm. it's more about what could be going on there. Let's get right into it, guys. <laughs> 
Possibility number one. This is new. This is a new theory, and this comes to us from a gentleman who merely wishes to be known as Philippe. Philippe mm. is the he is the head of the Bermudan Tourism and Supernatural Society. Oh, hmm. the head, you say? <clears throat> mm-hmm. The head of it. Now it's an elected position in Bermuda. When asked if there are supernatural things going on, Philippe said, "I'd like to believe so." <laughs> yes. Now this is proof. So, this is Philippe's. <laughs> Philippe started spitting this truth, everybody. The area of the Bermuda Triangle is home to a large, huge patch of sargasso uh, seaweed. Mm-hmm. And if you guys That's know a anything cheese about cheese brand, exactly. My favorite. All, it's all those wrappers. Uh... <clears throat> now, recently in Florida, huge, uh, huge patches, miles long, you know, patches of this uh, seaweed has been washing up on the shore. And it has a, a, a it's it's a tangly rotting. It's really strong. It's like hard to hard to tear, and it has a horrible rotting smell to it. It's um, destroying tourism. Uh, he believes that many of the lost ships were driven insane by the stink of the sargasso. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, that's usually ship, what these stories are about. If you were a ship, would you want to drive through that? I don't think so. If you were a plane, would you want to fly over that? No way! <laughs> yeah. Now, you have to understand, Philippe quotes a doctor's journal from the era, mm-hmm. claiming the stench was unbearable. Mm. <laughs> Which That'll do it. I mean, that does prove it. He is quoting. I like that a lot of the stories already just tell you what what really happened there was a a lighthouse where two the the two lighthouse people disappeared (sighs) it's in the bermuda triangle it's on a very remote little rock of an island okay that's why they put a lighthouse they're like hey there shouldn't be a rock here but there is so watch out for it and then they weren't answering their calls like hey you guys so someone put sent a boat there and they weren't to be found no bermuda triangle (laughs) A couple days before a hurricane (laughs) blew through. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I mean, it's like, but, you know, know, triangle. With that story in mind, I think we're going to move on to, uh, here is another, like, let's let's just understand that uh, the, the gist of the stink to death was that the rotting sargasso also creates a bubbling effervescence under the water, which causes a slight loss in buoyancy. Mm, so you might uh-oh. not know. Sure does. Just get flushed down. A loss down. in buoyancy. But okay. you know what? Yeah. Let's just move you on. You sinking quickly. You, ben you is can see up how, a, a, how a plane would just nosedive if there was a little bit of <laughs> oh, buoyancy. Yeah. Well, planes, planes are held aloft by a form of buoyancy on a fluid, which is the air. And so no, we're talking it's Matt. so facto, Matt. You know, you guys are right. The the stink of rotting they fly seaweed because they're buoyant. can't explain That's away the airplane losses. Let's talk about some of those losses yes. and disappearance. Airweed. Airweed. The story <clears throat> to back up this new this new this new theory. In eighteen eighty one, en route from London to New York. Going straight through the Bermuda Triangle. Oh, yeah. Straight <laughs> to New let, York. Through yeah. the heart. Just let that one go through, through the heart of the triangle. <clears throat> well, you guys got to understand there's the there's the trade winds, and then there's the easterlies. Yeah, and exactly. You don't go right exactly. there. You don't fly right there. Sunspots. Exactly. <laughs> we have talked about the Bermuda Triangle in our previous episode <laughs> about fears. I think it was like 168, or I don't know. It's something like this. I was re-listening to it a couple days ago, and my fear was this. 
Not that like, I'm going to go there, but like, I'll be on a plane and the captain is saying, I'm repeating this almost verbatim. It's like, uh, we're going to take a slight detour through the Bermuda Triangle. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, no, he, he didn't see that in search of. Uh, and that's just it, Corey. Ben, that's just it. New York to it. London, but he had, it's like, I think I know, I know a faster way. I'll take that scene faster way on the map. You take a look at this map over here. I'll take a way. This story comes from a recovered logbook, and nowhere in the log does Captain Blake mention that he'd seen that episode of In Search Of. And so you better believe he takes anywhere. his detour going from London to New York. You better believe he takes a detour through the Bermuda Triangle. He tells, he tells his co-pilot, like, want to go see Amelia Earhart's dead body? Like, <laughs> it's going to take a while. Triangle. This is 1881. It. It's going to be a while. We're going to have to invent planes and Amelia. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. So, 1881. 1881. 1881. Captain Blake is Sorry. sailing. He's sailing his uh, ship, the the Ellie Austin, sailing it through the Bermuda Triangle, and they come across uh, a ship sailing on the horizon that responds to no signals. For two days, it sails alongside them, and as they pull up close, they realize it is abandoned. <clears throat> the log mm. states, "We sent a crew over with the first mate." The next entry. We find the ship. It is again abandoned. Mm-hmm. Now, disappearances. Mm-hmm. Doesn't have to just be... They, nowhere does this oh. mention the stink of seaweed. People just disappear. Not the whole boat. Okay. So it doesn't, yeah. Like right? this. Mm-hmm. Where it doesn't are always these want people boats. going? Sometimes it, it just wants the people. It feeds off the people. Many derelicts. Mm-hmm. Now, I know. Now, according to a diary from uh, the, the ship's cook... There was a terrible uh, hurricane uh, the two days before <laughs> when they were separated from the ship. Uh, and he also notes that one member was lost while uh, attempting to board the ship in rough seas. So, mm-hmm. so but hey, I, I believe this one entirely. I think there is a Columbus Triangle or I'm in the middle of one of these triangles somehow because a few weeks ago... I was outside and I found an abandoned bike in my neighbor's yard. <laughs> I wrote in my logbooks it was abandoned and it is wow. it's in my garage now less less abandoned. Damn. So the question is this portal this portal effect. I I know. Ben, was it near a triangle? I, I think it was he's, near he's a triangle. Positing in the what existence of another triangle. You know what what <laughs> what I'm starting to piece together here is that you know, because Ben told a story where a hurricane came through and then guys went missing. And Corey's story in the Bermuda Triangle, hurricane came through and the guys mm-hmm. went missing. Aliens ride in on hurricanes, and they after hurricanes do. come in, that that must be what brings the aliens to the planet. It must send a signal of some sort, and then are aliens. Hey, Matt. They're alien Matt. magnets. <laughs> you ever seen Matt? You ever you ever you ever have a helicopter fly overhead like close enough to feel the prop wash, Matt? No. Hurricanes no. are the prop wash of <laughs> UFOs. They're probably, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. They, UFOs, yeah. you see them in cartoons, they're usually like swirling around a little bit. Always that makes sense. They yeah. call them whirly birds. Call them exact whirly birds. Choppers. Mm-hmm. Sunspots. I think we're breaking it up. Matt makes a good point. <laughs> we're, we're breaking this wide open. I th- okay, Grant sees me. Grant picks, he's picking up what I'm putting down. You know, so here's the thing. Matt's Matt's hitting on an oldie but a goodie when it comes to the Bermuda Triangle, which is aliens, 
slash Atlantis. <laughs> uh, yes. Always together. Oh, Atlantis. Uh, I, I know we're not allowed to look back at the map lest we diverge again, so I will not look at it, but I think Atlantis <laughs> was mentioned on there somewhere. <laughs> That's a good guess. <laughs> Atlantis is a good guess. Yeah. It's a good guess. It's probably on there somewhere. Yeah, we have listeners who have never seen this map, and they're like, yeah, Atlantis is on the map. Well, of course fine. Atlantis is on <laughs> right. the map. But just how many triangles is it part of? If you haven't seen this and if we don't post it, and if you are listening to this podcast, just picture a kooky advent calendar of the Earth. (laughs) Picture (laughs) a poorly drawn map with pretty wildly inaccurate parts of the world, but it doesn't matter because the parts that we're interested in are the mathematically correct triangles that are haunting us. They're swirling in reverse directions. Reverse directions. One was going one way, one was pointing the other. Reverse magnets. Sunspots. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> your hands have moved enough, sir. I rest your case. <laughs> blotting out the map like so many sunspots. Like so many, like so, <laughs> like so many sunspots. So, guys, I'm not trying to get like uh, conspiracy theory. Like we're we've been dealing with uh, as much. We've been dealing it. with facts as we've been, of course. But Triangles. what is it about the Bermuda Triangle or other vortices? Mm-hmm. That what is it about that triangular shape that makes aliens come down and cause disappearances? Is that like a parking like a parking like uh, line in their yeah, in their it, language? Like we see an octagon, especially a red octagon, you're going to come to a screeching halt in front of that, even though you don't even read the word <laughs> on it and it says keep going. Doesn't matter. Yeah, red yep. octagon. So you yep. see an island and another island and some other random point and you're just going to be like whoa alien <laughs> you know they're they're going to they can't not yep. land on it because that's what la- alien ufo landing pads look like what i do love grant is that the that that random point is a city on a coastline which could be any point could be any <laughs> point along the co- it doesn't matter you have but a point and a point one, yeah and this is what makes the triangle so insidious you pick two points all you need is two points and then there's just another thing just doesn't matter it could be anywhere, and you can form a triangle. This is why I think Atlantis is still down there. Look at all the triangles we're talking about. Strongest mm-hmm. shape in the in in nature, right? Oh, I'm sorry, Corey. Uh, what what is the letter A shaped like? Uh, kind of like an arrow with a ladder falling. It's apart. a triangle. <laughs> <laughs> yes, mm-hmm. it is. It's a so triangle, D, and there's two Greek. of them in that word. And it's the first letter. That's the first letter, and there's another one there. Just in case you missed the first one, they're hitting you over the head with it. If you were the alphabet, you're going to start off with your strongest letter, right? You're mm-hmm. going to put your best foot strongest. forward. Strongest? Uh... Lead right bower, right out first. What does the word <laughs> alien start with? Uh-huh. Oh. Uh-huh. It took oh, me a bit, yeah. but I think it's A. Oh, shit. <laughs> I had to look it up. What does a hurricane start with? <gasps> Off the top of my head, A. <laughs> the letter A, which is a triangle. Bermuda ends in a triangle because it is the final ultimate triangle. <laughs> Q- Grant just blew this e- thing wide open. D A. <laughs> Some other Latin word that starts with A. Put that after that. Well worth it. Grant, that head of yours is full of knowledge. Speaking of heads, our fourth new conspiracy theory about the Bermuda mm. Triangle. This one, I didn't have to read very far, and I only took some light notes. <clears throat> Number four, the conspiracy theory written was Easter Island. <laughs> okay, that was 100% of the, uh, the I, I copied 100% of that text from someone's yeah. theory. 
The, the Bermuda Triangle is Easter Island. <laughs> was more uh, an honorable mention. <laughs> yeah. That's a thinker. I, before, so I looked. I looked up an article on you know Bermuda Triangle stuff. Like, oh, I better bone up on all the the, the incidences and stuff. But in the very very beginning, what just like some color text underneath, it was that it is believed that Christopher Columbus faced difficulties navigating the Bermuda Triangle. Which of course it is believed. Yes, mm. it is believed. But by but some, hey, some believe it. Christopher Columbus, I don't think it's the Bermuda Triangle. He thought he was in India. Yeah, I was going to say, right. <laughs> a lot of navigation. That might have been his Bermuda Triangle. Was that he didn't know Anyone the world. Anyone who's got the map up. Anyone who's got yeah. the map up. What's the nearest divorcee to India? Dare That's I? the one he thought he was going to. Ah, yeah. He, <laughs> he thought that it was like clues. That there was a secret passage from Bermuda to... Right, exactly. Yes. He thought he was in the Indus River, Karachi, Pakistan... Something blurry slash Rama triangle. What number does that one have next to it, Grant? <laughs> 22. It oh, all adds up. <laughs> 22. 22, that's two twos. You add the twos together, you get a four. You can draw a four with a triangle if you do mm-hmm. it that one way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How many sides to a triangle if you take one out? Two. 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 Oh, shit. But it, and if you add one, four. <laughs> which... <laughs> Which again, again is like drawn triangle. with the triangle. It's the triangle of numbers. Four. Uh. <laughs> For the listener, we're all we're all chain smoking too while we're doing this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Some of these have been a little uh, little out there, a little conspiracy theoryish, little uh, little hard to believe. I got one more for us. One more, one more story of what goes down in the old uh, Bermuda Triangle. Maybe trying to explain things away. This one's a little more, this one hits a little bit closer to home. <clears throat> 1701, a pirate ship sailing through the Bermuda Triangle spots a giant squid. Now, I'm going to quote the rest of this from what I'm told is the first and foremost <laughs> Indian reporter for the Bermuda Triangle. This comes from APJ News, and Ekichit Kular writes, After this, the spirit of the ship started sailing through the routes of the Bermuda Triangle. Whoever stepped on the ship or traveled the same route was consumed by the monster. Many travelers have drowned, and the spirit of the pirates have always warned them not to go further. They always have done that. Always. Uh, God damn it. How many warnings do these people need? Fools. Later, later the ship was found... and nine uh, with nine dead abo- nine skeletons aboard. These were believed to be uh, pirates who tried to steal the ship. From this, people now know that there are forty three pirates that have claimed the triangle for their own, <laughs> sinking <Wow>. ships <laughs> and warning others away. They now They've claimed it for their own. Yep, get your grubby little non pirate paws off my triangle. This comes to us to a story written in 2000, 2021. Yes. To explain away the nonsense, 2021, this is, was written to explain away the nonsense of the Bermuda Triangle. Clearly, 43 ghosts. It's 43 <laughs> it's ghosts, 43 people. pirate ghosts. What did you... Yep. Christopher Columbus thought there were 17. That's why he got so fucked. Yep. <laughs> Big time. Wait, what number is on the Bermuda Triangle? Don't even tell me. Well, uh, there is a 43 in the... Yeah, one of the triangles does have a 43 on it. Work from Fuck. Basin... Down by Australia, so yeah, yeah. It's hard to you read tell what me that that's says. a coincidence. Is it near Ayers Rock? You don't have to tell me it's near Ayers Rock. I know it's near Ayers Rock. Yeah, yeah. Which is also which in Australia, relatively magic rock, magnetic vortices, magic rock. Mm-hmm. 
Ayersrock starts with an A. Fuck, Strongest really? rock. <laughs> one last closing, closing one. We've talked about the existence of up to 12 magnetic uh, vortices into other worlds, homes of ghosts, parking lots for aliens, uh, or uh, terrariums for stink plants. Mm-hmm. Um, but due to what I'm told is plate tectonics and oh. the actual drift of the magnetic uh, poles of the planet, many scientists believe, I'm told, many scientists believe that mm-hmm. the Bermuda Triangle is migrating in a northerly pattern. Oh, fuck, it's coming for us. <laughs> <laughs> Despite the fact that it's, it's fixed on these land masses, whatever. Plate tectonics, the plates are moving. I am quote. I'm quoting the scientician here. Mm-hmm. At this rate, Russia will have it. <laughs> At this rate. <laughs> I regret to inform you guys I will not be able to finish the podcast. I have to go pack my fucking go bag. This is... Uh... <laughs> the Ruskies are taking our triangle. <laughs> the Reds are going to have it. Leave it. Go, go what now. Go. <laughs> Get out while you can. You know how hard Tetris is going to be when they introduce a goddamn oh, triangle in that game? Jesus. Oh, fuck. That's it. Damn it. We must build a bigger triangle. A triangle with four sides. Mm-hmm. That's the only way that the United States <laughs> We need to build a four-sided alive. triangle. <laughs> Do not worry, comrade. We have red square. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. They got us. Oh. Oh. Let's do it. Yeah, shit. All is lost. Well, little Captain Travis, obviously we need your help. Uh, for starters... If you know how magnets work, let us know. Mm-hmm. You can email us at freelegaladvicepodcast at gmail.com. And to find the top secret places that magnets don't work, shh, we're showing them on Instagram. You can follow us there. We're Free Legal Advice Podcast. And if you really want to take it to the next level, yeah, we can talk about all these fun magnetic uh, triangles. But on Twitter, like Grant always says, I do. Sunspots. We're going to be showing all the sunspots, even the ones they don't want you to know about, uh, on Twitter. We're at Free Legal Pod. And if you like the show and don't want to fall into the Russian propaganda of both triangles and squares, fuck that. Let's go back to lines points. Mm. Lines of points. Let's go the other way. Lines of points, baby. No one needs that dimension. It was so simple. It was a simpler time. Freedom Mm. segments. The Bermuda line. Right. Yeah. Inflation, right? Yeah, it's fine. Classic, classic, a classic bit. Episode one ninety one. So he's probably got some money squirreled away just for this. Because he's also a planner. He's one of those forward thinkers. He's a planner. There is no legal connection to the Matt Siefke Retirement Party <laughs> Fund and myself. Uh, I just want you to know that. Yeah. It's another, uh, it is another a Matt Siefke. LLC mm-hmm. that has nothing... It's not an LLC, let's put it that way. So, oh, um, yeah. Listen. Jesus yeah. Christ. Yeah. Uh, there are some funds that someone yeah. has been... Setting aside, and so yes, if you cheapskates can't pass the hat, there there are some funds available. Okay, and just because right, that the Matt Seeker Retirement Party uh, Fund has been linked to several blackmailing uh, instances, that doesn't mean Matt's mm-hmm. long storied career is being funded. Uh, he's having his retirement party funded by you know 
threatening to squeal on all the bosses that he's ever had. There's no one-to-one connection that that's going on. Any connection to uh, providing weapons for rebels in Central Asia? That's all <laughs> complete. It's just, it's it's Hearsay. just, uh, it's hateful. Honestly, it's mudslinging, and I don't like it, and I don't approve of it, and I do believe it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's pretty juicy after all. You know? <laughs> <laughs> this Kurdish rebels, come on. He did that shit. Well, are any of these uh, these Kurdish rebels going to attend the party? Like, who who are we going to invite here? Obviously, we've got the current people at the uh, the Expose Yourself, Expose Children to Art uh, Foundation. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we've got those, but you know, Matt's had a we long and storied career. I mean. Uh, will all his past bosses attend? Jeff Ducey doesn't know. Um, <laughs> nice. Excellent callback. But seriously, Jeff Ducey's busy that weekend. <laughs> I, uh, I, I think we invite the kids from the Expose Yourself to yeah. Art. Uh, so I want, I want the kids there, but the thing is, they're not going to recognize me with my clothes on, so I feel like I should be naked at the party. Okay. <laughs> I mean, that goes for most of your jobs, if I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's true. School teacher, yeah. Subway sandwich, uh, Subway sandwich. <laughs> well, that's artist. why you had to go from Subway to Quiznos. Subway didn't. didn't t- they were all. <laughs> they were prudes. No, yep. Quiznos. They let me hide. They let me wear the big cup, so yeah. I could be naked inside. A little of it. anonymity, you know, because you don't have, let's say, the five dollar sized sandwich. Uh, if you know what I mean. <laughs> Subway is like mm. Subway. As Grant said, Subway didn't want to have to align itself with any sort of unsavory characters dealing <laughs> yeah. with. Ch- <laughs> they vet their associates have quite a well, my friend. Background check. They are vigilant about that. They would never, <laughs> never do that. That's not our guy, man. That's not our guy. Okay. <laughs> not from the lowest sandwich maker to the face of the company for decades. That's not our luck. <laughs> <laughs> also, Matt holds his pants up. Uh... <laughs> And he's not wearing yeah, other ones, but he's like the, he's just holding these, his right? pants. They're normal. Yeah, they're they're the normal size. I used to wear these. Yes. <laughs> now I wear none. But I used to wear these pants. Matt's most said phrase. I could put them on. Yes. Turn internet over.